Soda Pod. Isha Jerome here alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. Last recording, man. I was just going to say it. Soaking in that that's the last time you'll say that. <laughs> I know. Well, until I'm back here. Anyways. Whenever that is. <laughs> and uh, moving forward, we'll get the Vancouver Island drop back in there. But anyways, uh, thanks everybody for listening. How's it going, dude? And... As I've said in the last couple recordings, just ready to uh, remind my liver that I care about it. And get some sleep, eh? I mean, sleep's been mostly okay. Mostly okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess last night was a late one. How many how many sunny episodes did we plow through? Probably like four or five after uh, Crushed several. After everyone left post UFC uh, festivities, but no, it was it's been a great fucking trip, man. And I encourage everyone if if you just listen to this episode and you haven't been following uh well my adventures, our adventures uh, rather hitting up different breweries, meeting with a ton of different, you know, hockey folk uh, who we connect with on the soda pod. I mean, jump back even a week, uh, 257 of the soda pod. There's a few parts to it uh, outlining all the breweries that we visited. I mean, we, we sprinkle in some hockey talk as well. Uh, talked about my first experience at the XL Energy Center, but this is the last of it. This is the last of the brew tour. This is the last of uh, my long and uh, an amazing visit. Uh, first visit to Minnesota. Yeah, and it was something. The net next time we're not doing a two week binge and do everything no. we fucking can. No, no, we're uh, got this out of my system. Fucking adult, mostly <laughs> can't do this. Shit. Everything in moderation moving forward. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll get back. Crammed a lot in two weeks, though. I have to say there was there was no dull moments. And we even sprinkled in a few buffer days in there, too. So, I mean, barely for the most part, we've come out, come out alive, come out smiling I mean, we don't hate each other spending two weeks uh, <laughs> two weeks under the same roof, which, by the way, shout out to you and your, your beautiful wife for posting me up here for, for two weeks. It's I really appreciate it. Oh, she enjoyed the Persian food. Well, yeah, that's what I said. That's that's the only reason she's let me stay here is if I cooked for her. So there you go. I mean, those were your words, not hers, but <laughs> I digress. Anytime, let, Laura, anytime. So let, let, let's get into it here. Let, let's talk about... The last couple pit stops for you. We had four breweries and then one last gathering before uh, we take you and drop you off at the airport. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, shoot, what was even the one we started with? So the next one up was what many will call the beer mecca of Minnesota. Oh, right. How could I forget? Surly Barricade. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> Surly Bomb Shelter. What? Uh, Asia. Thoughts? Yeah, so... That ain't a craft brewery, folks. That place is like Disneyland for adults. Disneyland for uh, craft beer connoisseurs, I guess. It's it's a whole other... Connoisseurs? Connoisseurs. It's a whole... <laughs> <laughs> He's tweeting that one out. It's a whole other a whole other planet. Now, the fact that we had to get wristbands upon walking in was like the first tell. I was like, okay, this ain't, this, I mean, this and, ain't no community brewery. <laughs> and you didn't even see because you went straight up to grab pizza. They have like a coat room. No, I, I did. I, no, I went to take a piss. So I went around that, that wall and I saw that um, insane. And, and I'm, 
they clearly they, they hold events there and things like that too it's a massive massive building i imagine with the parking lot as big as it is and just like their grounds that they hold some amazing like festivals and things in the summer which again i'm, I'm sure is the place to be the vibe there totally different from every other brewery we've hit again we, we're going to smaller breweries most most breweries most tap rooms I mean, hell, even some of the brew pubs we've gone to a lot smaller than Surly. Um, definitely understood, you know, those who are getting into craft beer who don't, I don't know, follow it as closely as, as we do, Hoppy. I, I understand that that's their place, first and foremost. Maybe it's the hipster in me saying that it was a little too big. It was a little too extravagant. It's pretty, it's pretty modern, too. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if you can grow something up like that, like Omar has, like, all the power to you, like... I don't know at what point I would have said stop. Right? Yo, no, so. and, and that's the thing too. I, I'm not saying this with any disrespect or anything. It was just a, it was almost a culture shock from every spot that we were, that we were hitting up. Right. Yeah. I know it's, it's like, uh, yeah, it, well, it's like just going to your, your local little liquor store or going to one of the ones that Hoppy showed me. They're a lot bigger on a big, different level. It was total wines. And what was the other one? Ah, total wine. Ah, and then we went to France 44. Yeah. So, so that's, I'm, that's... Showing, I'm showing you the basic cooler and you're like getting all like excited. I'm like, no buddy, here's the walk-in. Cooler. So like that, that's the example, your local liquor store or one of those that's, you know, your local brewery or Surly. It's just on a yeah. whole other level. The pizza was great. The beers that I had their, their flagship one was, was awesome as well. Um, the furious. Yep. Yep. Really liked it. I mean, for those who don't like a lot of hops, it ain't for you. I get it. But what I respect about it is that's their flagship. That's what they're known for. And it's it's not an easy drinking craft beer. It's something I like, but I know like my little sisters or uh, Tatiana anyways, like that would not be something that she would dive into right away. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I, I always say like, again, kudos to Surly for what you built. I very much blame Surly for anyone that comes out and says, I don't like IPAs because usually... Their first experience with an IPA is Surly Furious. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like IBU through the that roof. is not a standard IPA by any stretch of the imagination. Don't be wrong. I, I like the Furious, yep. but if that was the first IPA I ever had, I might have been afraid of IPAs. Uh their coffee stout was awesome as well. Uh that's not a stout. Oh shit. Brown ale. Brown ale. It was so the uh, coffee bender. That's that's one that like my dad crushes. So it was it was like easy drinking, but it was it was it was thick and rich. You could have fooled me. Could have fooled me that it wasn't a stout. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think you've just got a soft palate. <laughs> that or it was just a ton of beers that day. And that was the last one I drank. Yep. And then shout out uh our boy Q, who yeah. uh, many of you would probably recall from last summer. If you didn't dive into the vaults, uh wow. Uh just look up soda pod, make good choices. Q's on every episode and he's a fucking star. (laughs) He's he's something else. And yeah, Nick Maxson also jumped out, uh joined us. Everyone knows every Friday he's the one that runs the show with MNCAA. But uh we started talking and just explaining to him like who Q was, like my buddy, but then like, oh yeah, he actually has worked with us a little bit on the podcast. That turned into stories galore, stories roulette. (laughs) Shit, Maxon has stories that put us to shame. Some of them probably won't be shared on the podcast, but some I, I'm pretty sure he'll be in for one of the rounds of recording this summer. What I love about Nick is like that guy just in the best way possible, so animated, doesn't give a fuck who's listening. Like he just went off in such detail. The hands were, you know, telling the story with the hands too. And I I caught the glimpse of like couple on date night behind us who kept giving us like the double takes. Like, what did he just say? Right. And that just made the story so much better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they I were on a date. Too. I know I was following. I was like, oh, the guy's waiting for the girl. The girl came and 
they like were two hippies. They dressed exactly the same. So I knew, okay, they're here on their like date night or whatever. Then then the college story started rolling and they started rolling their eyes. It was amazing. So yeah, shout out Nick and Q. That was that was awesome sitting there shooting the breeze, talking hockey, going through surly beers and uh eating pizza. Now the first pizza, excellent. What I will say is I'm never getting Q to order uh, order me pizzas again. Not that to was, say that, that they that were your own fuck up. Not to say that was your that they were bad. I just wanted to be like respectful. Q, what what two pizzas do you want? And uh, let's just say his his two suggestions were not what <laughs> I would have ordered. <laughs> Which I mean, hey, still edible, all good. Um, all right, next move. Following day, we go out to St. Paul. Oh yeah, we hit Barrel Theory. Go off. Well. Timmy, an absolute beauty. Again, he's joined us, shoot, over a year ago on the podcast. One of the, again, one of the more hockey, you know, the hockey, I guess. Me and Josh are definitely our hockey guys. Yeah, one of the hockey boys for sure. I mean, before we even started the tour or anything, we just got into it right away. Like he grabbed, hey, what, what can I get you guys? You know, hands us our beers and just starts going off about flurry and obviously talking about, you know, his beer actually getting into into the X, and we'll get into that a little bit more here momentarily. But yeah, just the hockey talk first and foremost. Just dude, we were going off for like there was patrons like, oh, can we sit here? And he's like moving, oh yeah, sorry, sorry, like <laughs> just buzzing around talking hockey. The tour of the place, a smaller place, but cool location downtown St. Paul. I mean, I, I love how it's just right right off one of the one of the main roads there, and it's it's cool that you just got the the patio view of like of the city and uh, and it's it's easy to identify if you're walking uh, walking right by it tap room not huge really cool artwork on the walls really cool designs they had a bunch of like lights hidden in pine trees how they had animals hidden in the like the cracks of the brick walls which i thought was hilarious like little animal toys and just little little things that will catch your eye as you're you know as you're sitting there experiencing the beer um just, Again, super cool tap room. Their taps, which you said they updated, were nice yeah, and simple, but really cool too. Just the corner of them with like a, um, just a, a nice, almost like acrylic color finish, um, and then just nice wooden wooden handles. But every color, you know, was differentiated and was the color of the can or, or whatever their beer was there. Um, but the tour was really cool. They're you know smaller, I guess, brew space than like the Lupulin or uh, Udapils. Still fucking amazing. And to talk about their beers, open though. Open concept. Open concept, which you got to love. Um, I love their all their barrels down in the basement. Uh, everything was temperature controlled down there, too, which was really awesome. And talk about a guy who's passionate, too, about, you know, we, we obviously like Dana Utapil's next level, but Timmy fucking loves what he does. And he is so proud, you know, to call this his. Oh, for a guy who used to work, you know, for, for um, other breweries. I think that he's just so excited that like he can actually, this is his canvas for him to like paint his pictures. You like that one? <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the beer though, because honestly, and this is, it's hard to even say this hoppy because we have tried excellent beers and all of them have been good. I think, ben, or uh, I think barrel theory there. It, as far as all the beers go, not even, not even just the beers, even the fucking seltzer that he served up in front of me. <laughs> yeah, the Tahitian treat one. Any anyone that can remember back in the day, Tahitian treats. They basically have a a seltzer that doesn't taste like a seltzer; it tastes like it's a a beer. And dude, it was basically Tahitian treat. <laughs> Everything wasn't just good, wasn't just great. Everything was excellent. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Now I had the Chaz Michael Michael before. Yep, that's one in the care package you sent me. 
it was good. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was super happy with it. Really enjoyed it. But man, everything else that he gave us on tap, I, it just, again, mind blown. Talk about, you know, pushing the needle for different styles, you know, unlike Udapil's doing, doing some of the funkier stuff. Sometimes people get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes it's just not my thing. Cause it's a little bit out there. Everything that was a little bit out there on tap here. I loved, I absolutely loved. And you know, some of the like, more of the basic stuffs, they absolutely killed it as well. I was just so fucking impressed. And I mean, Timmy, the social butterfly, he was, he was buzzing around, hanging out with different patrons, different clients, yeah, hanging out with wild raps. Which, yeah. Hanging uh, out with wild raps, not a big deal. <laughs> and then we'll tease here. Uh, can't say what yet, but just know that things are in the works right now for a special edition playoff version of a, well, just a new pour that they're going to have a couple weeks here who, uh, will probably be against St. Louis as we've established, but uh going to be cool to see whatever it is that they're dropping for that. Just got to, you know, tease dot, that a little bit. Well, got to dot the I's and cross the T's before we can actually say stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but to talk, to talk about um, them at the X a little bit more hot because they're, they're the only ones. They're the only like well-known craft, craft brewer who are in the X selling beer, selling out of beer, selling drafts, selling crawlers. Yeah. And they, they, definitely tap out every time. So I think we mentioned on a different podcast, but it started in like, they had like 20 or so crawlers that you could, that you could buy there. But I think they've, they've doubled that. Now they moved it up to 40 something. They still sell out within an instant. You said you, you first saw them and you ran into a guy and you, what was the story there when you first realized that barrel three was selling crawlers at the X? Oh, I'd heard stories about it for a while and just like never could find them. And then finally, like, my brother and I are looking for it and we ended up just resorting to getting it on tap because Hey, still delicious. But uh, then there's a guy right in front of us walking that has it. I'm like, where did you get this? And he's just like, it doesn't matter. I got the last one. I'm like <laughs> son of a bitch. But that's so cool to see, man. Like talk about local tune, you know, not, not a brewery, you know, in the other city of Minneapolis, one in St. Paul right there working with the Minnesota wild. And again, talk about getting people into craft beer. If you have it at an arena, you know, there's choice. People are probably going to try it. People are probably going to fall in love with it. People are probably going to come visit your brewery and try the amazing spread that is on tap there that they have. I mean, oh my God. Hey, SodaPod listeners. Just want to give a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. They want to remind you that you can feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for free for thousands of dollars with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now or Daily Fantasy and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Talk about just their their IPAs, their hazies, their stouts, and what he left us with. Yes, and that that's the thing. If you really have the inside track like we do somehow, it still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but <laughs> oh man, that he had teased up a beer for us because I asked him about, you know, 
what are some of the new releases? Like we saw the barrel room, like, okay, what, what barrel like as we're walking around. Yeah. And he tells us about this. It was like peanut butter, pistachio, something stout that's in uh, old Forester birthday batch uh, bourbon barrels. And like, so immediately I'm like, yes, like, please put one aside for me. Like, I need to have I think that it salted it caramel. Out. It comes out right before my birthday. So that's oh, going to be perfect baby. timing. I'll be done with my detox. I'll be ready to get back into the game. But uh, then like unbeknownst to us, like we're just chilling. Like he's buzzing around. Yeah, End of the Timmy, tour. Timmy, yep. Timmy has no chill. Timmy's all over the yeah. fucking place. <laughs> Love the guy. And all of a sudden comes up and I see that he's got like this little pitcher that's got a brown liquid in it. And I'm like, no, it can't be. And then next thing I know, he grabs a bunch of little taster glasses, pours a bunch of them up, hands one to each of us. And he's like, there's a little taste of what's to come. And my God, dude. when I say Isha pissed himself, I mean, he full out like Billy Madison. Yeah. Pants wedding. And I mean, this was after sampling again. All all the beers that I, that I tried, and I I was just gonna start with like four or five, and then I was like, no, fuck this! I'm literally gonna try sample everything uh, on here because I ain't driving. Um, <laughs> so hey, you're welcome. So that thank you very much. So that I did, and to end with that one, I mean, great that I ended with something rich too, but to end the 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 tastings with that, it was fucking heaven on earth, man. Nothing was overpowering. It wasn't too sweet. You got that like almost that like uh that fatty and like um, creamy taste of a pistachio everything that you want in a stout i mean you, a hint of the the, the barrel oh, i mean just goddamn man. and i, I so don't good. want anyone to be turned off either by the pistachio piece because i'll be honest like i love peanut butter beers i've had like I, I love pistachios like the nut haven't had a pistachio beer i liked but this was just the perfect compliment everything was subtle the edge off stuff and i could definitely taste it but had you not told me it was there, maybe I wouldn't have noticed. I just would have been like, this is a, a juiced up steroided fucking peanut butter beer. It was almost like the the little bit of like the the nutty flavor, like like you said, complemented and rounded everything out. Kind of brought brought all the flavors together where nothing was overpowering and you just had like a straight up orgasm in your mouth. It was just unreal. I mean, we were looking at each other just like yeah. literally licking our chops after like I, I don't I don't want this taste to fade. It's so fucking good as we were walking yeah, back to the it car. It was something. It was something. And what what better note to end on for that stop than mouth orgasm for Isha? That's uh that one's gonna go on the quote board. <laughs> uh, so thank but, you, Timmy. <laughs> but uh next day, because Timmy teed it up for us, I'd already considered taking Isha here, but like at this point we're like so burnt out, like who knows if we would have. But Timmy then says, Well, the place you have to go, because my boy Tyler, who I've brewed with forever, head brewer at a newer establishment, Bricksworth, out in Burnsville. And uh, I'll, I'll let Isha go ahead and take it from there. Well, the pizza, man. The pizza was amazing. I've never had, and this might be just America as fuck, but I've never had a, uh, a Big Mac pizza before. Oh, fuck, dude blew my mind like i'm very much like red sauce on pizza that's that that's pizza like that it's tomato sauce anything else is getting a little too crazy you know like i bet dan from Utapos, he's he's you know he's nodding <laughs> along yeah don't don't change what's we you know what's good don't break what's not bro- or, uh, don't break what's not broken right uh but that was really fucking good um 
nice thick crust, a very a very different Detroit style. Detroit style, very different from what we had at Surly. Um, the food was excellent. The beer was was pretty damn good too. Yeah, I mean the beer very similar to those of you that know. Like obviously Tyler brewing for a bit with uh, Barrel Theory. You get some of the influence when uh, Bricksworth actually kind of branched off of uh, Blackstack. And uh, just very similar vibe when you're yep. talking about the sours and the IPAs there. Good hazy. Um, and uh, I had a Hefeweizen of theirs too, which I was pleasantly surprised with. You only got it because it was called Playboy Mansion. Yeah, but still, all, all the, in fairness to them, the names of their beers were awesome. <laughs> yeah, there, there were some great names. Um, but got to put you on the spot then. Surly or Bricksworth? Which pizza? I'm going Bricksworth. I would smash the Bricksworth button. I think it's so much better. Yeah. Surly, again, good pizza. Very overpriced. And the fact that people say it's like a top three pizza in the state blows my fucking mind. Sorry. Again, will absolutely help you destroy one of those Surly pizzas. But Bricksworth. Oh, baby. Well, it's filling, too. And you like... It is. And it's not not to a point where like you feel gross after. But like Surly, like we, we crushed one. And I was like, man, I could eat two more of these, honestly. Whereas like Bricksworth, we couldn't even get through one. And we're like, all right, <laughs> I don't even know if I can get any beer left in me. So right. it's like, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was very, very good. But now, um, now my, my ask here, I don't know if anyone listening has different breweries they've gone to that have good pizza options. I definitely want a list compiled because that's going to be one of my upcoming ventures is just figuring out all of the beers or all the breweries that make their own pizza and then kind of doing a ranking for who's is the best and then kind of tie it in, of course, with the, the brewery aspect. But well, I got a question for you then on the pizza. Thirsty Pagan or Bricksworth. Ooh, that's that's fucking mean. Different, but I'd say Definitely like different. they're on they're almost on par, man. Like um different, I would say gun to my head, probably thirsty pagan. Um, but all things encompassed, like I'd rather go to Bricksworth than Thirsty Pagan. Better beer not, at not Bricksworth. Not the drive, yeah, definitely yeah. better beer at Bricksworth. Um, although Thirsty Pagan, you could just grab the pizza and go down the road to Earthrider. Yeah. So who's to <laughs> say? Um, I'd say that's a pretty formidable foe. But uh, I'm with you. I I lean towards what we had with Thirsty Pagan. You know what does it for me? Good. It was the Dill Ranch. That's the fucking. <laughs> the Dill Ranch was good, but. Yeah, that that was oh, that was something. Oh. So good. So, so yeah, that that's probably going to be the leader. Although not in Minnesota, so it might not technically count. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next stop, last brewery stop. Yep, had to make this work. This was one that Isha couldn't miss. Went back out to St. Paul, hit up Wabasha Brewing Company. Such a cool, you know, dive bar type of atmosphere. Very. Very much the the community's watering hole, which I thought was really cool. I mean, right over the bridge are some condos and some older houses, and you can just tell like that is their spot. That is yeah. their spot. Uh, though they said it's been tough to like get consistent food trucks, they make sure that they they have an option for those to grab some food when they're there. Their patios is really fucking sweet. They had a fire going right when we arrived, and the beers were so good, so good. I mean, you went off about the jalapeno popper beer. Um, 
and I was I was skeptical mostly because Back Channel gave us that fucking spicy beer last that's week, and it just kind of, I know I know, but that, like <laughs> that's where my brain went when you said spicy beer because that shit like that shit could kill somebody. It was so spicy, so I was like, uh, I, I don't know. I was I, I was a little nervous, not gonna lie. Just a hint. It was just a hint of spice. If anything, it wasn't even spicy. It was just that flavor, like. I eating love, a jalapeno I love popper. The flavor of jalapeno, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like eating a jalapeno popper, where like the the, the cream cheese kind of softens the spice a little bit. Well, but you, it's a cream ale. Well, that was just gonna get to that, and that's what rounds it all out. You got a cream ale with that jalapeno, you know, hint. Oh, it was just, it was excellent. Um, the red velvet stout too, so good. Yeah, you you were gushing over that one. Pleasant, I think that was your favorite. I was pleasantly surprised because again, I whenever I hear like a cake stout or anything, I'm like, oh, this thing's just gonna be full of sugar. And like it was sweet, but again, it it was well rounded. It, it complemented each other, like uh, like mm-hmm. Barrel Theories, you know, pistachio was peanut butter. Every it was it was well rounded and it was it was all encompassing and that that's what this red velvet one was too yeah. it hit on every note and nothing was overpowering um well and then then you've got of course the first thing that jason said oh, yeah. when we get there so i'm probably in trouble about horror frost huh i'm like yeah you fucking are. he he's very aware that that's like my go-to beer from them even on top of the west side popper probably uh anyone that's like been a long time frequenter of wabashot used to be called china doll Basically, their own uh, take on the Immortal Toast, just a white stout, which I've learned I'm very much a fan of if Dude, it's done right. White stouts. Again, haven't had haven't had many. Only had one. Blew, blew my mind. So I, I can't wait to dabble in that, too. And you said, Jason, just such such a character. Love that guy. I mean, we we, <laughs> we were a little bit reserved talking about the UFC, which is nice because we probably could have just spent the, the whole afternoon there going off and... Uh, you know, for for those fighter fans who listen to the Soda Pod, him and I, we're gonna link up and we'll we'll get some shows out for uh, for that uh, demographic of the Soda Pod listeners for sure. But I mean, talk about a guy who again loves loves what he does. I mean, kind of took a chance and and you know buying this brewery and going going all in on you know doing something new, something that he wanted to do with a place that he obviously loved. Um, go listen to our podcast hit with Wabashaw if you want to hear you know the entire story. We get into detail about it. And it's actually a great great hit. But it was cool again, just to to meet meet the man, uh, the beauty, and to just converse for a little bit. And I love how like a few minutes into us talking, he's like, oh, "I wasn't gonna grab him, but I gotta grab a beer too." Goes reports himself in a one as well. Continues to shoot the breeze with us. I mean, he's bubbling around, buzzing, talking to all the local patrons too. So that was just a super cool vibe. I love that live music was a Friday every Friday and Saturday. Uh, they host there, whether um, it's you know outs- starting a bags league, starting a cornhole league. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. I know they have some plans there too to to expand the patio and just expand the establishment overall. But I mean, go check it out now, folks. It's it's a really cool spot. And again, if you like live music too, as as we've learned, as you've learned listening to these podcast hits uh, on this brew tour, live music and craft beer go go hand in hand. And th- and and once the weather gets a little bit better pretty normal that you'll see cigar rollers out there which i thought was super fucking cool and that's because and again going back to the podcast hit that the the building used to be a cigar shop which is super cool yep and yeah anyone that didn't listen definitely dial it back what was it a couple months ago probably if you look up soda pod wabashop you'll find it um (laughs) if not like we're we'll 
We'll probably uh, repurpose some of them on YouTube or find a way to make sure that we can get a lot of the, the brewery content back. Probably. Okay, we will <laughs> get them back up uh, in front of you. But again, no, shout out Jason and then everyone at Wabashow. Really cool spot. Glad to see that things are humming there as they uh, rebrand some things, you know, try out some, you know, some new flavors. Um, no, it's it, it was a super cool spot. And then it, it was awesome that that was the last destination of uh, of the brew tour. Yes, yes. And then the final gathering of sorts. I was going to say, the uh, drinking didn't end there. <laughs> yeah, Isha, Isha rallied together uh, a meeting of the minds, as we'll call it, uh, here at my house. We had Nick Maxson, who just didn't have enough of us and wanted to get yeah. right back to it a couple days after seeing us at Surly. Um, then we had Vince Wright, who is basically our everything non-hockey yeah. guy <laughs> uh, when it comes to uh, him actually being a newer member of well, another network of Isha's. Yeah, the shout out the Pigskin Podcast the Network. Pigskin Podcast Network. But uh, great guy. Uh, obviously, Isha, I'm going to let you dive more into the experience here. But uh, last one, we got a shout out. Oh, my God. Jeremy, everyone remembers him. Waconia Brewing, great guy. Um, and, of course, not to uh, forget Maisie, who was kind of the star of the show. Yeah, he brought his daughter to hang out with us too, and she was just a riot. So much fun. fun. So much fun. Giving made, us made Vince's day when uh, he showed the the party trick that she has, which is showing her the Wisconsin logo, and she says stinky badger. Oh, and giving us fist bumps all the time throughout the night, which was yeah, she awesome. She didn't feel good. She inflated the ego a little bit. Yeah. Um, and she just loved your dog too. They were hanging out, buzzing yes. the whole time. Um, but icing on the cake. I mean, Jeremy came by to drop off, well, to hang out with us and, you know, shoot the breeze, watch some UFC, dabble in uh, some bourbons. But also, he tracked down and found me the Kirill Skywalker, Ice Walker, sorry, fucking bobblehead from Star Wars Night. Now, these these were limited run. I think only like two, 300 are given away. I don't know how many. Something like that, right? And I mean, I'm not a Star Trek guy, so I didn't really no. pay attention. Shoot, man. Even like junior hockey bobblehead nights, like, you, it's impossible to get those bad boys. He found out it was a Star Wars buff after, you know, us visiting them and doing the whole tour and, you know, he was showing it off to me. I was like, oh man, that that's so cool. That That's so fucking awesome. We got a bunch of bobbleheads in our office back home and like, you know, love that memorabilia stuff. And I'm a Star Wars nerd. He's like, I'm going to find you one. I'm like, you, you really don't have to, but I'm not going to say no, dude, brand new. Like I, Jeremy, I don't know how you found it. I don't know where you found it. You don't have to tell me. We can keep it like the cool little secret, but the guy went out of his way. He went out of his way to come visit us again, which was unreal. It was great hanging out. We went out of his way to, to straight up buy me that or get me that. And that was just, oh man, bringing a tear to my eye. It was, it was unbelievable. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. And that's going to be just an amazing addition to our studio back home. Um, I believe we changed the name of the studio. So yeah. But anyways, anyways, um, just again, thank you so much, Jeremy. That was amazing. And thanks to Vince as well, who brought brought us some bourbons to to try. Brought a couple. Yep. A, a special, uh, a limited pick Knob Creek, which was great. And uh, also uh, Four Roses, I believe, small batch. Yeah, which was very, very good. Um, So that was awesome. Thank you so much to Vince for, for sharing that. And again, it just, it goes back to meeting everyone. Like we, we shot the breeze with Nick who, again, it was, it was awesome that he came to hang out too. We met Jeremy, but never meet, I never met Vince, you know, in person yet. Um, he's come on the soda pod a few times again, working with him on uh, the pigskin podcast network side of things with his show sports done. Right. So go check it out if you haven't already, 
Um, but it was cool to shoot in the breeze and hanging out, talking all things sports. Um, he's getting into UFC as well. So he was very much into the fights too, probably even more so than I was, you know, just mingling, hanging out with everyone, which was really cool. So big shout out to Vince, big shout out to Nick, big shout out to Jeremy again for making the last night in Minnesota so much fun. You whipped out a, a really nice bourbon uh, as well for us to try. What was that? WSR, baby. Weller Special Reserve. Vince's eyes lit up when you oh, when you brought that green up. Label, it's a beauty, baby. It's it's for the money. If you can find it in the wild, you will not have a better bourbon. Um, unfortunately, it's usually not found in the wild, which <laughs> means the people in the aftermarket just throttle you. But uh, nope, I was fortunate enough. Uh, buddy's sister was out in Texas. Out there, you can literally just see it stacked on the shelves, which is just crazy to me. Got the Bitch for 50 bucks. Boom. Unreal. Say no more. I got a lot of family in Texas, so I got to put in a good word for you. You need to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll set up a whole mewling system. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So again, uh, great, great evening to end things off um, here in Minnesota. I mean, watching a little sun, a uh, little, it's always sunny in Philadelphia after everyone left, um, you know, into the wee, wee hours of the night. So that, that was great. And uh, yeah, shout out to everyone who made this entire trip just so much fun, you know, to every brewery, to all of our friends in the Minnesota wild, you know, Twitter world and, you know, to Hoppy and your wife again. You've made this just so much fun. I was telling I was telling Vince and I'm like, I'm getting emotional just talking about it right now because it all, it's all hit me that this is the last day. But um I haven't had a vacation. I haven't taken like a day off of working, going to school, fucking pandemic in like four or five years. So <laughs> I know it was all gas, no breaks with the content and visiting breweries and drinking all, but to not have to think for lack of a better term, to not have to like always be planning like every little thing and, and always worrying about work and, you know, shout to Dylan back home. who held, held down the fort and Brandon as well. It was just, it was just awesome. And, you know, my expectations were set high coming here. They they were blown out of the water. This this place is amazing. And again, thanks thanks to you and thanks to everybody. Man, it's been fun having you. It's gonna be weird, but uh, again, you claim there's gonna be a next time, so we'll we'll see what comes of that. Um, and everyone, hold them to it because yes. next weekend when we record uh, back back the way we always have, unfortunately. He's going to be on the spot. He's going to have to give some rankings. We're going to have to yep. really get into the nitty gritty with some of the places, but we'll let him marinate on that for the trip home. Take some out. notes. <laughs> yeah. Sort sort through his thoughts and try and even remember half the places he went to. But uh, nope, it's a bummer to go, but obviously fun that it happened. Fun that it happened. I mean, two weeks, a two week vacation. Can't ask for anything more. Um, thanks to everyone who's followed us on the brew tour, supporting us and, uh, and the whole nine yards here on the soda pod. Um, if you're tuning on Google, Spotify, Apple podcasts, we thank you. We're on every single app. Uh, if you are on iTunes and Apple podcasts, do us a solid. Um, the best thing you do for us this week, any week is to give us five stars and a kind review on iTunes and Apple podcasts. Go listen to our website. If you want more hockey content, the hockey podcast network.com and on your app, please download the episodes before you listen as it just helps our business. If you want to go support Vince, go check out the Pigskin Podcast Network as well. You can find me at VI Sports Talk and find Hoppy at State of Hoppy. You can find the Soda Pod at the Soda Pod and the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net. Signing off from Minnesota, 
I'm Isha Jerome alongside the state of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We good, man? We good. Bon voyage, Minnesota. I'll see you all uh, very, very soon. And don't fear, just drink some beer and stay wild.